This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. No, I'm, no. Well, that's the thing. It's because we're well, back. Actually, it's because we were just on right. vacation yeah. for uh, six months, <clears throat> and uh, we're back. Almost seemed like it. In a way, it, it seemed like a long time. Go. And on the other hand, very short. Very short. Very short. It's weird, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it was weird. It was weird to be on vacation as well during a major news story in our yeah. hometown. Yeah. Uh, in the town we broadcast from, and I, you know, obviously we're making a giant, horrible tragedy about ourselves, uh, but uh, or at least I am. Uh, but it was weird to go through it like that it because, uh, you know, obviously the news broke very late, I think Thursday, Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, to, to, to you know, I, I listened to some of the show with Glenn uh, on, on Friday just to see what was going on because, I mean, here's the national, mm-hmm. there's not that many national radio shows from <laughs> Dallas. I mean, here's right in the middle of it. Uh, and obviously uh, that's continued through today. You can go to theblaze.com now and, uh, you know, the Blaze has the only interview with the family of the shooter. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, that's, uh, you know, that's what's going on right now. It's weird to go through it, though, not being here, not being on the air. Not, you know, you kind of I get very disconnected to the news when yeah, I go on these vacations. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even look at the Internet. I try really not to. I mean, you get bits and pieces. Things happen occasionally. You check in. Mm-hmm. And when the, when the, I don't obviously, know how you do that, boy. I don't know how you do that. Yeah, you're totally different than us on this, aren't you? I am. Because uh, you, you are. I try to break away, you know, maybe for a day. You That's are much right. more um, addicted to the internet than I am, <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. I, as we just talked about, we sing its praises. It's an amazing thing. I do not have a problem with like social networks where like I'm on there. Oh, I've got to be all. updating it. I saw mm-hmm. you actually. I saw you at, uh, tweet something. It was like I happened to go online and see a Jeff Fisher tweet. It was like in the middle of the night on vacation. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> tweeting right now uh but you know my wife is the same way she's like on these things all the time she just deleted this is the big the big uh development in my household right now is that uh, lisa has deleted facebook from her phone which uh, uh, i now can wow that is pretty like i it's like it's as if she she just moved in like (laughs) it's the difference like her deleting it off her phone means like now i have a good thing now i'm married uh Uh, that's now that was, actually, that was the last cut. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> no, okay, good. Uh, but it was like the good. last step but in that just process. Just from her phone. Just from her phone. So she updates it at night from her laptop. Right. She's also, you know, in media. Did she do so it because she, she realized she was too? 
wrapped like, up in it? Yeah, or? she's like, it's just a life suck. I'm just on it all yeah. the time. I'm constantly refreshing it. For yeah. what? She's like, now at night I do, I go through it once, and everyone's updates are still there. Mm-hmm. They all still did the same thing during the day, and now I learn all about it at the end of the day, and it's kind mm-hmm. of Because she still wants to be connected. I frankly don't care. Uh-huh. You know, I love all of you, all of my friends. I don't care about being connected to what you're doing. I don't care. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about it when I see you. It's about the limit, though. It's about as far as I'll go. Uh, I don't really care. So mm-hmm. what you'll notice, like, uh, unlike many media personalities, I seem to lose Twitter every time I'm not in the air. I, know. I seem to lose Facebook every time I'm not in the air. Uh, when I come back, I'll do it because I mean, you know, like I think there's a really valuable thing to do there, um, as far as you know, t- you know, communicating and talking about stuff and and going back and forth about issues. I mean, mm-hmm. this is what we do every day, and it, there's a logical extension of the show there, but there's not a logical extension of my vacation there. There's not. I go home. Mm-hmm. Well, fortunately for some of mm-hmm. us, you know, we did get to see some of it because of your wife. Yes, of course, so, she was on it constantly. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I, maybe you'll be seeing less, though, because I she know. claims she's not well, going to. Yeah, but she, I, I hate to break this to you, and I don't want to you know, up her followers or anything, but you know, Instagram has taken over Facebook for some of that. She, so. Yes, she has said that she's keeping Instagram. Yeah. But again, like I think there's there's different things with Instagram. You know, like it's a different. Again, I don't it know is. how we're starting this. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> we're starting the first day back uh, in the middle of a major news story with my wife's Instagram habits. But that's the show. You wouldn't be here if that's what you didn't want. You exactly. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, but to get to the, the big news event of uh, one of the big ones of the year, obviously, it was suspected uh, shooter has been identified, obviously. We all know now it was Micah Xavier Johnson, uh, 25 years old. Uh, there was a photo of him that was from his Facebook page, and, and that included the Black Power image um, and then the Facebook page appeared to be deleted on Friday. He uh, he killed five officers. Of course, but there's the there's the photo. If you hadn't seen it yet, <clears throat> uh, apparently wearing. I mean that that does look like a you know an Africa centric sort of outfit. Right. Many reasons you could be wearing that though. Not necessarily uh, you know uh, not necessarily because you're involved. Some of the speculation was he was involved with Louis Farrakhan. Of course the the the. As we saw in the OJ documentary recently, uh, the uh, hand gesture here is uh, was, is one of uh, some significance uh, in the community. Yeah, it's a Black Power thing from the '60s, mm-hmm. uh, from the Black Panthers, and uh, and was given not only was give because the, they made a big deal about this in the OJ documentary. Not to get too sidetracked on this, but the, it, when that was happening in that era. Mm-hmm. OJ didn't participate in it. He's like, I don't want to be known as a black guy. I right. want to be known as OJ. I want to be known as, as I don't want. I want to transcend race. Yeah, when he did. The, but what was amazing, and I did not know until that documentary, when they gave the verdict of not guilty, as the jury is walking out of the room, one of the jurors turns to OJ and gives him the black power salute in the courtroom. Incredible. I mean, just to show how little that had to do with that actual crime. Right. But, I mean, it's still obviously some, something that's somewhat prominent when you're talking about Black Lives Matter and, and these related organizations. Yeah. Uh, the army, of course, you know, we're, we're hearing a lot and hearing from his family that the military changed him somehow. Uh, and we have no idea if that's true for the worse. We and we don't know if that's true. But the army said Thursday that he had served as an enlisted soldier, toured duty in Afghanistan. I had heard he was honorably discharged. Is that is that inaccurate? 
Uh, I, that is what I heard as well. Yeah. See, if it, uh, see, it might be in the story. But, yeah, I did hear that initially. It's, yeah. it's, it's tough because I also heard there was four shooters, and they were all specifically yeah. at, Boy, in the beginning. Triangu- triangulation to get all these cops a mass amount of death and everything. And then now it's like, ah, it's just one guy. I mean, again, this is what conspiracy theories get based on because sure these is. early reports are always wrong. And you don't know what's going on. False flag. Yeah, but that's what they say. It's like, oh, well, at first they said it was four. Now it's only one. It was like at least there. four. Yeah. And, I mean, at first it was at least four. It was, I mean, they were. If you pay attention, virtually every early report is wrong because everybody's running around. You don't know the facts yet. That's why it's not just that all of these are false flag operations. It's ludicrous. Right, so uh-huh. it's no freaking If idea. it's a false flag, aren't they going to have their story straight to begin with? It was one shooter. Right. That's a great it point. One that would be the what? one time they'd be really sure. Wouldn't they, wouldn't they be absolutely positive? <laughs> That's it's a one shooter, and he he killed five guys. Yeah. Well, one's about to die. That, my, my favorite part about the <laughs> false flag on. thing, and again, I know this is off topic, but <clears throat> I'm sure. Do we know yet? Jeffy, can you check? Has uh, Have the conspiracy sites labeled this a false flag? Oh, I, saw, I, 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 I could find it for you, but I did see a headline come across about... Uh, First it was three, four, five shooters. Then it was one. Right. Something like that was the was what they were talking about. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's absolutely out because there. he shot from different locations. It was really right. tough to tell initially. Sure. Right. Sure. It was Whatever dark as well. It was in the middle of the night. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, of course. Uh, but it's it's an interesting phenomenon because that's what they will do. They will call it a false flag operation. My favorite part about those is when they say that it's just actors. So like. It's just actors that come in, like the grieving families in Sandy Hook are all actors Jeez. who are uh, who are, and then they'll show someone who looks relatively similar in another tragedy and see, look, they brought the same person back. It's like these people what? are managing a multi-trillion-dollar web of conspiracy theories. And they can't get additional actors. They keep bringing back the same actors and putting them in different tragedies. <laughs> Uh, it drives me crazy. <laughs> and that's a minor point. But I mean, Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What do the uh, gay frogs have to do with all that's this? That's a good point. <laughs> well, what about the gay frogs? Point. And where are they in all of this? We don't know. We just don't know. Jeffy, have you looked into that aspect yet? The gay frog frogs aspect. that are gay? No. Yeah. I, you have not, I have not looked into frogs How about frogs fluoride in the, in the water? Fluoride in the water. That's not good. Pedophiles at the airport for the government, working for the pedophile government. I didn't realize that? it was a job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Although you would have had it if you, if you realized it. Uh, so uh, what a horrible story, though, this. Horrible. I mean, it just hits you where you live. Five police officers in one horrific incident, and it, it's hard to believe. Uh, and over what? Again, like, you could say... Yeah, for what? It, like, what is the... This is such a... There's so many problems And they keep saying this. it was because of Baton Rouge and St. Paul. This is Dallas, Texas. Yeah, it's another place. I don't place. know if you uh, are aware of that. It's another place. By the way, a place that is re- Jeez, has reduced man. its complaints mm. about police violence like more than any other major city. Jeez. It's actually taken many of the steps that have been requested by these types of groups right. to try to lower and, and, and tamp down Reduce violence. Reduce any chance right. of and, racist incidents. And they're the ones that get hit by it, which is just so spectacularly stupid. But add on to what the complaint is. The complaint by Black Lives Matter is police officers, white people in particular, see all black people as enemies and they're constantly trying to kill them. Therefore, in response to that, we will see everyone who's in a uniform as evil and try to shoot them. Like what? Do you realize you're doing the exact same thing you're accusing falsely the, the police of doing? 
Like, if you were right about the police, you'd be doing the exact same horrible thing. You're taking a group and generalizing them and not treating them as individuals. It's the exact same thing you say you complain about. Yeah. Uh, yet here you are doing it. Um, it really frustrating. And obviously you can't blame every freaking protester. We all know that. Um, it, it's just, you think about it as, here's a situation, Pat, and we've been talking about this for so long. The media has done everything it can to make these types of actions generally seem rational. Mm -hmm. They have presented a case to the the public that white people are constantly trying to murder black people because black lives do not matter. Mm -hmm. The, The average police officer thinks, you know what? Cop, but white, black people are just all bad, and therefore we can kill them at will because they don't matter. If you lived in a society in which that was true, people would be doing this all the time and think it was rational. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not true. And obviously, there is some sort of inherent lie going on with Black Lives Matter in that if they actually believed, if they actually believed that all police were trying to kill them all the time, they wouldn't gather and march in the street under police uh, protection. They obviously don't actually believe that all cops are trying to do this. They, they might believe that some incidents are yeah. bad, and they, they might believe it's worse than it actually is. They want but in reality, if they thought it was this bad of an organization, they wouldn't all identify themselves and walk down the street. Think mm-hmm. about this for a second. How many times do you read in history about... Take the Nazis, for example. They act as if the police are Nazis, right? Like, like right, that is the, right. That's the pitch we get from the media, from Black Lives Matter, from all of these organizations. They are essentially, we're in a police state. They're going around. They're murdering at will because they don't care. Black lives do not matter. That's the case. If you were a Jew in you know, Germany in the 30s, you're not organizing protests to go walk around and say, hey, here we are. Here's all the Jews who are uh, uh, operating against you, the Nazis. And then the Nazis are walking around you, protecting you throughout that process. That's not how that operated. Mm-hmm. If you actually, if these people were this terrible, there would be a lot, a much different outcome that we would see uh, over and over again. The mm-hmm. issue is, of course, there are incidents of this. But uh, the way we've heard this from the media, the storytelling that has gone on, and storytelling is a good word for it, that has gone on to build this narrative that police officers are these terrible people constantly targeting African-Americans is a, a, a complete disservice, not only to society in general, but also to African-Americans. No doubt about it. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. we got to get to this uh, Megyn Kelly interview with the Reverend uh, Jeff Hood from Dallas, who said some just unbelievably incendiary things right before the shooting on Thursday, and we'll get to that uh, coming up here in a second. Is your home at risk? It turns out, according to CNN Money, that 55% of homes are in what are known as danger zones. Wow. You aware of that? No, I was not. 55%. I was not aware of that. Uh, I guess that kind of means that a natural disaster could really hit you at any moment, could wipe out anything, not to mention, of course, man-made disasters. Yeah. Yeah, You always think about that, like, where... Every region of the country has its right. natural disaster sure that's constantly threatening it. Yeah. Like I was in California on, over vacation. 
you, you have uh, earthquakes there. You know, you, yeah. you have tornadoes in Oklahoma. You, uh, you have blizzards and terrible things like that. You have hurricanes in Florida. Like, there's always something that's threatening yeah. you, and there's always something to prepare for. Right. It's not like we live in Bangladesh. It has a natural disaster every 15 minutes. <laughs> but, That's a good point. But it, if you did. And, and there is no guarantee that you'll always have access to your food, though, no matter what eventuality comes up. It could be just a snowstorm in the winter, you know, yeah. and, and you're, you're out, of, uh, out of the ability to go to the store for three days. Yep. But fortunately, our friends at My Patriot Supply have got your back. If you order today, they'll give you a four-week emergency food supply for only 99 bucks. $99. Wow. That's going to take care of almost every offer. single situation. Yeah. Food lasts up to 25 years, and, uh, I mean, look. Even after being opened? Even a, how long for that, you know? I think 25 years, uh, oh, well, a year after being opened. So you open it, you have a year. 25 years if you don't open it. If you open it, you still have a year. Now, of course, it's possible crazy. to open it and save it. Yeah, because there's a situation, yeah. the Jeffy rule is that it lasts one minute after opening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. if that, mm-hmm. if that. So prepare yourself with preparewiththeblaze.com. Uh, preparewiththeblaze.com or give them a call today at 888-411-5290. 888-411-5290. Limit two per caller. Again, online at preparewiththeblaze.com. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's. I mean, it's not going to sell your home. I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. It's just uh, gut wrenching. Um, we lost uh, five of Dallas's finest, uh, seven more injured. Um, some of them were in critical condition. I, I haven't heard how they're doing, but uh, obviously it was four initially had died, and then one of the one of the officers that was in critical condition, right? Yeah. So uh, uh, just a really horrific event last Thursday night in Dallas, Texas. Um, the Reverend Jeff Hood. Uh, right here in Dallas, was shouting some interesting things before uh, the event took place. It's a good word for it, interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It might might bring uh, your interest, what he said. Yeah, it might. Uh, Here's uh, Megan Kelly interviewing him. But I'm going to channel an old preacher that I admire tremendously, Jeremiah Wright. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say... White America. GB White America. 
White America. Is he black? No, he doesn't. Of the bodies of black and brown people being slaughtered in our streets. Do you have regret over those incendiary statements? I am not tying the shooters behavior to them but you have regret over those now in the wake of what happened yeah i think uh, obviously if i had to go and uh, do it over again i uh, i think i would have chose different words these words um you know were meant to illustrate um some of the anger and the rage that was in that space and uh, a lot of times when we're in those spaces there is a need to, to speak to what is being felt in that space if All right, you have thing one, you've got to introduce him to a razor. Yes. Do you not? I mean, <laughs> pair of scissors. Scissors would probably be. you got to start uh, and there. And then a razor. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the first thing. Yes. Second thing, isn't he a white guy? He does Is seem he like a white guy. not a white guy? does seem like a white guy. I, you know, I'm so tired of these self-loathing white people who who uh, identify as black people or whatever yeah. the deal is and and continue this this Jeremiah Wright-ish slogan what what is the what is the point of that yeah and as a supposed and i know nothing about him other than this this one moment we've just watched so i don't want to go too but as a supposed man of god a guy who would say he's a he's a reverend right your job is not to help illustrate anger yeah. what i was doing right. was i was illustrating the anger of the moment your job is the oh, exact opposite of yeah. that aren't you supposed to be about love you're supposed to be about love you're supposed to be about giving them mm-hmm. a godly perspective in, in fighting against their anger uh, again mm-hmm. and, and maybe trying to give them a little truth too would be nice uh yeah. none of There's those none things of seem to there. be and, and it's like you know, oh i was trying to illustrate the anger now first you're, you're you know you're, and he said he probably would have changed his words why I mean, that's what right. he, that's why yeah. I believe. Why a, would he change it? It's a great point because you know it, it wasn't the word specifically. Well, obviously we bleeped uh, "GD" in yeah. there, and I would say yes, yeah. I do find it offensive to use those words. However, that's the least offensive part no of that. No kidding. To damn an entire race of people. Do you know that's what you're fighting for? Or you're supposed to be fighting against damning races of people. Your stated goal is that oh well, we need to make sure that people don't see us as just a race. And here you are saying GD, an entire race of a country, Yeah, at least. If that was a white guy saying that about uh, blacks, GD blacks, as a whole, that person would be drummed out of society. Yes, and you'd be uh, Westboro Baptist. Uh, Yes. That's what you'd be. Yes, and you'd be shunned, and you'd be ostracized, and you'd be demonized. Nobody's doing that to this guy. Right, and I will also say... Uh, the same thing. Megan Kelly is very calm and mm-hmm. gracious and allows him to walk himself out of that situation. She's trying, I think, trying to bring down, doing the exact opposite of him illustrating the anger. She's trying to bring down a racially mm-hmm. uh, a difficult situation. But, I mean, she goes right in there and, and, and kind of, I think, does that pretty well there, saying, look, you know, we need to, co- there needs to be something here. Do I'm not trying to blame these incidents on your words, but do you regret those words? Black Lives Matter absolutely would tie any words they could to uh, uh, um, uh, 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 one of these things. In a heartbeat. They did it with the Tea Party over and over again. Anytime anyone who was even the most 
the most loosely connected to somebody who once said they didn't like, they wanted a 35% income tax rate instead of 39. You find that one person and they would mm-hmm. connect murder after murder after murder to those words. Yeah. I mean, that, when we went through the Tea Party stuff, it was constant. Uh, the, every time anyone was violent about anything, even when they qu- were quoting, if you remember in some of those cases, quoting the communist manifesto, yeah. they were blaming it on the Tea Party. Here's a guy who is in Dallas at the protest rally just a few hours before the incident screaming GD white America and white Americans and they're an effing lie. You can't get much more connected to the actual tragic event than that. But when Bill O'Reilly called that uh, abortionist, uh, what did he call him, Dr. You remember the guy who got shot and then he was blamed because he called him a a nickname, which I can't remember now. Uh, You don't obviously remember the abortionist I'm talking about. But O'Reilly took all kinds of Kansas, right? They actually Uh, blamed him for the for the shooting. Something the baby killer or something like that, wasn't it? Tiller. Tiller 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 the the baby baby killer. killer, Right. Yeah. And he was. But because O'Reilly kept saying that on the air a, f- a few times, I don't even know how often he talked about the guy. Couldn't have been a that often. Times. Yeah, it wasn't a huge national uh, story. But he but... was responsible for that shooting in the eyes of so many. Mm-hmm. But this guy, right before the event. Nah, it's not a problem. Uh, there was more. Uh, here's more of Megyn Kelly's interview with this uh I mean, you understand when you condemn white America, you're, ta- you're talking about those white cops who got killed, who were standing there trying to protect, protect your right to protest. And these cops down in Dallas had nothing to do with those officer-involved shootings that became controversial. And in fact, they'd been tweeting out earlier in the night pictures of themselves with some of the protesters standing for peace. And so you understand when you condemn the full group like that, how damaging that can be. Sure, and I think, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, what I was Mm. condemning was the infrastructure uh, of uh, white dominance. And uh, I think that we still have to have a conversation uh, about that here in our country. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. But, you know, obviously, um, you know, uh, this uh, this loss of these five police officers is devastating. Um, You know, I am devastated. I I, I feel like I haven't been able to stop weeping. And, uh, you you know, I want to do everything in my power to uh, (laughs) bring people together. uh, He's still weeping. He hasn't been able to stop weeping. Until I said this sentence. (laughs) And now I'm totally fine. <laughs> what? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I uh, oh, it's hard wow. to believe anybody who uh, who uh, that's your history, you know. Saying and you have a beard like that, and you have a beard <laughs> like that. It's Come hard on. to believe anybody. I mean, what's the? It's a V neck beard or something. It's got like in the well, shape it's like of a, a w v neck. A W neck. Yeah, it's a, a W like neck down. beard. <laughs> it's bizarre. That's bizarre, my friend. Okay. And I use my friend loosely. It's and then you got this thing going on up here by the ears. Uh, what is that? And is this guy, again, not white? I mean, at least he half white has to be. Doesn't matter. I, I mean, I, he's white. If you look at the, uh, he, if you look side by side, I mean, Megan Kelly actually seems to have a little more color. <laughs> now, Megan's probably maybe a little tan. Right. Uh, but yeah. he actually. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know, maybe he grew the beard so long so he could hide his face so people didn't know he was white. Right. Maybe that's uh, no, Maybe he just identifies theory. as being black and just leave him alone. Who's the other guy that Sean, what's his face, who's doing the same thing the with Daily Black News Lives guy. Matter? Yeah. Uh, just a weird phenomenon. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents, too. Uh, so. Inevitable. We 
apologize. Seven two seven Beck. It's Pat Stu. Uh, we're back, Pat. We're uh, back. Uh, and uh, Sharon tweets: uh, th- uh, "Happy that we're back. I missed your humor and Pat's screaming." Okay, just a big. Right. Uh, <laughs> apparently, a All big right. uh, good. Uh, people are very excited to get to get us back because <laughs> yeah, they want to hear barely. Pat scream at them. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> Well, you can do that's it better good. than anybody. Uh, um, so we were talking about this a little bit off the air, and this is the result of everything the media and our education system do to children. Like, if it's set up as an equation, the post equals sign, you will get this kid. And the parent posts this on Facebook as this proud little adorable moment. Oh, wow, look how funny this is. Uh, I picked Henry up from school the other day, and I had no idea he was this passionate about our planet. <laughs> Feel free to share. Henry wants to make sure everyone cares about the environment, right? Well, here's the kid. You tell me if this is a heartwarming, adorable, funny moment or the idea that a society and apparently uh, a mommy and maybe a daddy have been torturing their child about the environment for God knows how long. Look at this poor kid. Watch. <laughs> the planet is going to be red. People are just being rude to it. They throw trash on the ground. They cut down trees. They, they make forests into places. What? Into roads. And they, they need to think oh, about what they are doing. What they are doing to the planet. I keep telling them, mommy. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's, he gets a little extra rest. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, I'm going to try to fight them off well, when, maybe, I, when I'm a grown up. I hate them. I hate well, maybe you can make good. posters. Isn't that adorable? Maybe, and the Would that be just... a good idea? And then you wouldn't have to fight anybody? Oh, jeez. Or how about hate anybody? Mom. That, that is unbelievable. I'll do that and fight. Again, and you know, you gotta love what the school is doing to this kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, picks him up from school. The kid is good. Is ter- it's like he's come waking up in night terrors <laughs> over people trying to ruin his planet, and he wants to fight them and call them swears. And he hates them. And he hates them. I mean, that is not that is not the uh, result of a logical. Um, helpful, nurturing education system. And mom just thinks it's cute. Oh, it's cute. She it's thinks adorable. that's adorable. <laughs> Look at my kid. <laughs> he he hates him. He's going to call him names. He's going to start oh. fighting and killing people. Good. <laughs> 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 or maybe you can make a poster, honey. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a little more to this. Wow. It uh, keeps going. Watch. Part two. I'm just going to yell at me. Um, actually, no, I'm not going to yell at it, I, have a, I have a better idea. Yell in their ear. Oh, there is. Oh, yeah, that's good. Because you got idea, kid. I hate them again. No correction from mommy. I just don't want animals to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I was an adult right now. 
Why do you wish you were an adult, honey? Honey. I just want to do my job right now. You can. You don't have to be an adult. What can you do as a kid to help him? You go with me, and we go, you go with to me. Little Mountain, and we try to stop people. And I can ring mm. my whistle. Oh, there my you God. go. Bring your whistle. Maybe animals. Oh, my Maybe animals. God. Oh, boy. They eat the garbage, and I hate those people who make them do that. What? No one, no one, kid. Okay, so oh, look, I, the I, people I, are making animals eat garbage. Yes, is that what's going on? <laughs> Apparently, that is the case. Okay. Uh, well, system, yeah, a little falling down <clears> the job, maybe a little bit pollution. Uh, but again, obviously, kids take irrational things right. from from mm-hmm. uh, you know. We all understand that, and he's overreacting. But just the torturous emotion of this moment—unbelievable. Not to mention, you know, and she just lets it she go. She just lets it go, and like, you know what? Any of it beyond the environmental <clears throat> nonsense that pushes a kid to 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 have that sort of horror show, which obviously is the reason that you know I thought it was <laughs> you had to see it, because I mean, the system that that teaches a kid that they need to be that terrified about mm-hmm. uh, people making roads is uh, is a horrific one. But there, maybe even more importantly than that. That is not a moment to, to 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 freaking turn a camera on your kid and encourage it, and then put it out on the internet. Go ahead and share this with everybody. <laughs> Look That's at my little, so cute. Look at my little that. hater kid. This That's is great. Matter. Don't those moments rip you apart as a parent? Your kid yeah. is going through. It's a ridiculous issue, and but the, his going, concern, but the kid's going through. He's it. going through severe emotional pain. Mm-hmm. And you've turned a camera on him, and you keep it. She's obviously egging it on. Yeah. She, oh, yeah. she wants it to continue and continue <clears throat> so her video gets a little bit better. She can get more shares. Yeah. That's psychotic behavior. It is. And it's not just her. I know it's not singling her out. It's ever lots of people do this. It's like when your kid starts crying, turn the damn camera off. Mm. And maybe walk up to him and give him a hug. You know what I mean? Just like, try to talk them down from that little, uh, uh, you know. Well, the kid's uh, horrified. He's horrified. Show him. Go to By, go to Little Mountain and show him that the Little Mountain's still there. Yeah, um, and that's not going to be the surprising thing when the kid gets yeah. thirty. The, the mountain's still going to be there, and the animals are still going to be eating garbage and making it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's just and you'll still be wanting to drive uh, on the roads that those trees yeah. made for how you. you getting, too, how you getting to Little Mountain, kid? How's that happening? You're well, driving on the roads that were co- they cleared some trees to build them. That SUV or minivan that mom's riding yeah. down the road in. Right, exactly. And I get the, the, the baby animals uh, always hits me in a sweet spot when it comes to, uh, you know, guarantee she, they went out to Chicken McNuggets after that. I guarantee you, chicken fingers were had that evening. <laughs> the biggest the defender, animal, right? Absolutely. Of course. Meat eating is the biggest defender of all the climate change he, Right, and that's climate phenomenon. change. But in addition, he specifically said baby animals are baby dying. Animals are yeah, dying. Yeah. Like, that was his big heart. Oh, I can't believe it. i got to go fight them. I guarantee when you're going through them. Chick-fil-A in about 15 minutes, <laughs> and mommy's making you feel better because you're getting your nuggets. <laughs> It's just so ridiculous, people. And again, I don't know anything about this. I'm not, it's just, it's just, it's a overall situation. Mom didn't get this kid into this into no. this uh, level of crazed frenzy over this issue. School <laughs> did. Yeah. Oh yeah. She picked him up from school like this. Yeah. At least according to her words. So I, that is, uh, you know. Yeah, because the- I guess most people think that's adorable. I, I think. I, a, the lessons that go to that are showing that we're scaring our kids over things that should not be scary to them. You know, even mm-hmm. if you believe the environment is a problem, 
There's no reason to terrify your... Because I believe murder is a problem, but I don't terrify my children over it every night. So it ruins their childhood, and they think they have to go fight all the murderers in the streets. You know, I, I believe I believe the uh, you know the, uh, the the brutalization of Christians in Syria is a problem, but I don't torture my four year old with it. Yeah, do you tell do you tell Zach that uh, ISIS is coming to get him every night? No, you don't. But you know what? Huh. I am concerned that ISIS is coming. Right. Because you know what? They've shown they're here at times, and yeah. there are real deaths. But I don't torture my children with that. Well, you might get a good YouTube video. Yeah, and I can film. Oh, he's going to be looking. He's scared of terrorism. I didn't realize how (laughs) scared he was of terrorism. Feel free to share this with everybody. In some ways, it's actually... He wants ISIS to stop being so dumb. Yeah. In some ways, it's actually worse (laughs) if you're an environment believer. And it shows that it shows that they're not as scared as they claim to be. Yeah. If they were that scared, they would not think that's an adorable video. Do you want them to come and behead mommy and daddy? <laughs> Look at he's crying. <laughs> mommy and daddy said he's be rolling down a hill. It's going to be hilarious. You don't do that. And second of all, this idea that and this again, it's not just this one. I don't know anything about her other than this video. But it's a it's a societal thing I'm complaining about, which is we think our children being tortured for our entertainment is a hilarious way to get shares. Yeah. And I, I really think that is a weird thing we're developing. Really, really I mean, bad. We've even criticized, and I like Jimmy Kimmel a lot, but it makes me uncomfortable every year when he does that Tell Halloween candy thing. Tell your kids that, you know, you ate all the Halloween you, yeah, candy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. they're going to cry about it for five minutes, and I'll put it on TV. It's like, I understand that a child crying is not the end of the world. They cry over a Still lot though. of nonsense. But why are you creating moments mm-hmm. yeah. in which your child is going through emotional torture? Because they don't cool. see it as a, a little silly thing it's that's going to pass. Kind of not cool. Not cool, right? Mm-hmm. How many views does that thing have? It's a good question. You can noticed? We, anybody? Andrew, can we look at that? Anybody seen the views on that thing? 12. Good golly. Million 20 views. million views. Oh, my gosh. Ah, what an adorable 20 thing. million. Isn't that precious? I <laughs> love it. It's crazy. All right. 888 back. Wow. 888. What the hell is going on at Fox? Oh, my gosh. What happened? You don't know what ha- Oh, my. You haven't heard about the unbelievable sexual escapades oh, happening over God. there? Wow. We're gonna- what <laughs> is going on at Fox? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. We'll talk about that coming up on Patents. What's going on? 40, mi- 40 million. Oh, up to 40 million views, guys. Okay. That's even better. <laughs> 40 million views on the kid being tortured by Sue and his mom. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. You may have noticed <clears throat> Gretchen Carlson is no longer at Fox News. Um, wait, wait, really so, sad. She's a she's an, uh, a really nice person. I like Gretchen, and uh, she is gone now. And after leaving Fox or being dismissed from Fox, she filed a sexual harassment and uh, retaliation lawsuit against Fox Chairman and CEO Roger Ailes. The complaint uh, apparently states Carlson rebuffed Ailes' sexual demands 
and nine months later, ended her career. <laughs> wow. Right? Wow. So uh, the show was number one in ratings. Uh-huh. Her contract was still intact, and yet it's over. Oh, wait. No, it wasn't. She was already gone from Fox, and the show really tanked. The numbers weren't that good. Really? Yeah. Well, but, I mean, she was number one, was she not? I, I don't think on, so. On uh, cable news? There's I don't, no I mean, way I, CNN beat her. Yeah, no, is I, there? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, um, every show at Fox is number one, pretty much. As a rule. I mean, it's a big story in media, and, and sure I mean, obviously is. there's a lot to, to see. We don't know any of the facts yet. So, But, I mean, that, the, the fact that it's going on is uh, certainly something to be uh, noted, and there's been more allegations that come out. It's hard to know with these things, like what's real and what's not. I mean, it is. We've, you know, we've had Gretchen on the show many times. Obviously, we used to work for, you know, indir- I never worked directly for Roger Ailes, but we worked for Fox yep. uh, indirectly. And, <clears throat> and uh, you know, I mean... So I mean I don't I, God only knows, um, but it's I will say that the media will make sure that they they look into this fully. Uh, they will make right. sure that they are looking into this uh, and no stone on turn for this story. Sure, yeah, yeah that's uh, for sure. Yeah, I mean they, they that's know. for sure. They, they'd love this to be uh, they'd love this to be true. Uh, CNN reporter Tom Clue. It may be. I, I have, yeah, I, I, I'm not trying no to idea. say that her accusation. I don't know anything about it. I mean, just obviously, we're just reading the very early parts of this, uh, you know, in the in the media. So I don't, you know, it's tough. It's it's a little tough. We're at, we're at a point now where it's like <clears> almost <throat> like, well, it's it's important to note that the story is going on, so you know about it. But I mean, we we don't know anything about it yet. Uh, but supposedly, uh, Ailes said to Gretchen, "I think you and I sh- uh, should have a, a sexual relationship." Should have had a sexual relationship a long time ago, and then you'd be, you'd be good and better, and I'd be good and better. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's really poor English. If uh, Roger Ailes said that, that <laughs> uh, sometimes problems are easier to solve that way. Added Mr. Ailes, allegedly. Uh, it also accuses Ailes of frequent sexually charged comments and conduct. That uh, he called Ms. Carlson a man hater who tried to show up the boys. Although this was a difficult step to take, I had to stand up for myself and speak out for all women in the next generation of women in the workplace, uh, she told Politico. Uh, I am extremely proud of my accomplishments at Fox News and for keeping our loyal viewers engaged and informed on events and news topics. Um, of course, Roger Ailes has obviously denied all of this as, as uh, flat out totally false. But six more women did come out with some disturbing allegations. And when you read through these, they truly are disturbing. I mean, if Ailes did this, uh, it's not good. Good? <laughs> not good. Well, But, I mean, some of these allegations are 45 years old. Yeah, some of them are from the 60s. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, and it's, it's hard, hard like, like the Bill Cosby thing. It, it's hard to say. And why didn't you... You know, why didn't you say so earlier? Why didn't you say something before now? And there could be a case made that he would destroy careers or he'd destroy lives sure, or sure. retaliation, whatever. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Again, like, I don't know what the hell went on with this. And, and I, it, it, talking more generally, though, about these types of things, it, this does seem to be a new thing um, that, you know, you can it, honestly like, mm. you know, Gretchen is someone who just left the network and is obviously a very well-known person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard to, you know, like hers, I think, is going to stand on its own. Whatever the merits are, they're going to sort that out over time. It's tough, though, with people when you're talking 40 years old. Um, and I think when when these things come out and they're old like this, if there's a certain there's a certain number of them. And I don't know what that number is. 
But a certain number of people making accusations, whether they're true or not, it just doesn't matter. No. Nope. People will just go, they want to smoke, there's fire. Like, uh, mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's going to be a battle, I'm sure. Fonks PR is, uh, is fighting. Yeah, because uh, that number, I mean, that's what happened with Cosby, right? I mean, yeah, because it's it, a similar situation. That number, think, the first three, four, yeah, maybe think, even well, six, you start thinking, like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. But really, Bill that, Cosby? I think after that. It gets like the double dig- mid-double digits, in, almost 15, 20, and you're like, yeah. wait a minute, this can't really. I know. Could yeah. it possibly be? Because even some, there was one or two of the Cosby people who they kind of did show yeah. that probably no, no did, that it wasn't true, but yeah. it, it just doesn't matter. I mean, because I think, you know, it's, I certainly believe by the evidence that something very well, bad Well, right. You, and, that, and you say that, right? You re- hit that double digit of 15, yeah. 16, you stand a couple of them aren't true, have been disproven. And you go, well, okay, so they all aren't true, but look, there's the rest of them. Yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting phenomenon because let's say, and I think this is the case, that just, I, again, I'm reading into it as well, even with Cosby, but like, I think justice is being served by, by this. I, my take on it, it's a guess, because uh, I don't know. But my take is that there, this, this process of a few women coming out and, and it kind of getting into the media and it becoming bigger and bigger, and wait a minute, there's more women, and now more over here is saying it, and now we're going to interview them all on TV, and wow, he's guilty, and I think it actually probably got to the right solution here in a, in a, with a process I'm not comfortable with. But I think probably the right answer. At some point, someone who has enemies is going to learn a lesson from these types of things and is going to present this same case with things that are maybe not as factual and probably get the same result. And that is a disconcerting Mm -hmm. uh, precedent. Yeah. I, I don't feel comfortable with the way that happened with Cosby, even though I think it's probably true. I, I just it looks like it's almost certainly true now. I think so. I think so. But still, the idea that a stand up comedian does a YouTube rant right. about this guy and mm-hmm. all of a sudden we're sitting here, you know, going through this process in this case is probably it's you know, maybe we could get into this a little bit. It's like with the uh, with the Dallas, the way the the, the shooter died in Dallas. Yeah. And we should talk about this today. It's like, well. I am really glad this guy was killed. And I am, like, I think this is 100%, 100% I'm comfortable with the idea that this guy was killed uh, who was shooting. However, what the way that happened was a robot was basically driven into his area and blew up. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't know, I didn't know that happened. I, I it, it doesn't. That's from, the first. From what Jeffy said, it's the first time it's ever happened in American history. Yeah. Now it certainly happened with terrorists. Yeah, it's yeah. happened in war zones. But to, to kill us, so, even someone as dangerous as that with a bomb, I don't think I've ever heard of it. before. I've never heard of it. I did not like, know that I was had to illegal. Reread the sentence. Yeah, five times yeah. to make sure I understood what they were saying. Wait, a robot rolled in and blew up the guy? Yeah. Now, look, I don't want to risk what? another co- uh, police officer's life in that situation. No, I, I don't either. They should but... do everything they can within the law to take this guy out. However, Still, I didn't know that was in the law. Really the law. weird. And I think really it's something weird. for the future, we should probably examine and determine whether we want it to be part of the law. Yeah. Uh, that's a conversation probably we actually do have to have.
767 back. It is Pat Stewart. Uh, welcome. You know, even uh, CNN was running the stats on uh, police shootings this year so far. It was, uh, and I don't remember the exact number, but this is very close. 538 people have been shot so far by police this year in 2016. Uh, something like 238 of those are white. I think it was 112 are black. Then the rest Hispanic and, and other races. Of those, 35 were unarmed. So, um, you know, that's less than... One in ten, uh, it's about one in five. It's maybe four or five percent, as usual. And you're going to have some mistakes. You're going to have misunderstandings. You're going to have. And you that don't does want not mean, however, that those mistakes were there were thirty five racially mistakes. motivated. It and, doesn't and mean that. It doesn't even matter. That they, it doesn't even mean they were mistakes. Uh, right. People can be uh, dangerous without being armed. Um, you know, uh, you know, Trayvon Martin was beating the head of George Zimmerman into the ground. Right. Now, you can disagree yeah. with that, but that was his argument. And if it, and forget all the stuff around it. If you believe it's true that mm-hmm. he had his nose broken and his head beat into the ground, you would say that taking a, uh, a defense like that is, is appropriate. Um, there's been there's many situations uh, like that. Then boil it down another level and say, well, even if there were people who were shot in there and it was not unjust, which I'm sure there had to be one of those 35 or maybe multiple of the 35, um, uh, you would say, well, uh, was it about race? And I, and I would say more likely it was a mistake by the officer or um, mm-hmm. something like that, which, which happened if it was one of those mistakes. Take into account, too, that of the 500 and 12 or whatever you said, 538, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what the number is at this exact moment. But in there are people like, you know, the guy who was shooting up the Pulse nightclub. Right. Like Mm -hmm. people. There's a lot of these people who are taken out that you're going to thank God the police were there to take them out. All white or black. All the really bad guys, white or black, Mm -hmm. that were taken out by night. The overwhelming, it's, I mean, to say majority doesn't do it justice. The overwhelming majority, however, of, of people who are shot by police officers uh, were dangerous. Many of them uh, showed massive signs of, uh, of mental illness and, had, and were armed at the time. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of reasons this mm-hmm. happens. And they try to make this uh, story, uh, they try to make it into this big deal, um, uh, you know, a bigger deal than it is. Because they want you to think that police officers are shooting everyone. However, I would take, you know, like when you look at those numbers to say that, like, what was, you know, something like 4% are unarmed black people or something out of, out of the, the, the uh, percentage there of people who were shot um, and killed by officers. However, really, the way to compare that is not just to the people who were shot and say that it's 4% of that number. What is the percentage of the entire country? What is the percentage of people in, you know, the adults? Uh, you know, people who have had interactions with police. The percentage is so small, you almost can't even measure it. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's, you know, it's the, the uh, if this was a country that employed a police force that was constantly targeting African Americans, it would not be 30. We have a lot of police out there that could be taking out African Americans all over the place all the time. They're not doing that because these are good people. In fact, they're among our best. Probably, as we've been calling them, at least in the past, our finest. Mm-hmm. Um, and these guys are people who are out there actually risking their lives to maintain order and risked 
their lives for the freaking protesters who were walking with a somewhat common cause with the guy shooting them. They still protected the protesters in that situation. These are amazing people. Uh, and uh, to treat them as if they're constantly targeting people is so disingenuous yeah. and false. It's it's, it is utterly amazing. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Also on the uh, Hillary Clinton front, she's she's not going to be prosecuted. Everybody knew that to begin with, which is why the story wasn't... I mean, I, I didn't even pay much attention to it because I knew. I, I, I don't care what you're finding. There's no way she's going to be charged. And sure enough, she's not going to be charged. Um, but she has now come out disputing the FBI findings. Um uh, on CNN on Friday, she rejected the FBI's accusation that she and her aides were extremely careless with classified data. Also said in announcing his findings this week that you acted, in his words, extremely careless, in an extremely careless way in handling classified hmm. sensitive information. Do you acknowledge you were extremely Ooh, careless? That's a young girl outfit, too. <laughs> Well, I think the director clarified uh, that comment oh, to some know. extent, uh, pointing out that some of what uh, had been thought to be classified apparently was not. The State Department also uh, made that clear. I think there are about 300 people yeah. uh, in the government, mostly in the State Department, but in other high positions in the government <laughs> with whom I emailed over the course of four <laughs> years. Uh, they I believe, uh, did not uh, believe they were sending any material that was classified. Mm -hmm. They were pursuing their responsibilities. I do not think they were careless. And as I have said many times, I certainly did not believe that I received or sent any material that was classified. I mean, she, she does this every time. Uh, somebody will challenge her on what the FBI director has said or, or what some official has said about this particular scandal or Benghazi or any of them. And then she always uh, redirects the question. Like, so the FBI director said that uh, that you were probably about 95 percent guilty on this thing. And she always, well, no, I, I believe he has just said that it was 95 percent that I'm not guilty of these things. And then she moves on and right, goes yeah. with that theory. Yeah. Notice how when she it's phrased not it. true. She phrased it as not well. True. Well, with, I believe. Uh, I believe the people who sent that. me emails did not believe they were classified. Well, I mean, that was part of it, but it was also that you did it. And it was not just classified. It was at the highest, top secret levels, stuff that I, I believe the word is any reasonable person would have known mm -hmm. not to send those things, is what Comey said. Now, it's weird because, you know, watching this, this kind of happened while we were on vacation, the, uh, the, the, the Comey uh, press conference. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of, I don't know, I watched it with a different eye and I didn't follow the, uh, the, the, the people's reporting on it. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I saw I caught part of it, you know, like I, wa I was I was actually sitting uh, sitting there and I just caught it on the TV, which is apparently something you can use as well. Uh, and I came <laughs> on a news channel and watched it a little bit. Um, and actually, the way I looked at it was I was so sure that this uh, investigation was going to do nothing but 
give her the excuse she right. needed to never have to discuss this again, that I actually thought he was more aggressive against her than I expected. Now, that just shows how mm-hmm. low my uh, my uh, standards are on this particular thing. Yeah. I just assumed it was going to be like, you know what? We actually found that Hillary Clinton solved the Internet. She has <laughs> she actually cured viruses in her email. It was amazing. That was what I was expecting. He said some stuff about her. He said she was extremely curious, uh, careless. Said any reasonable person would not have done what she did. Said anyone working for the State Department, even at the lowest levels, would face sanctions. However, she's no longer employed here, so let's give her the presidency. Uh, those were things I did not expect uh, out of uh, this investigation. And they were, I would say, actually more harsh than I was expecting. Um, that being said, of course, it was still nothing. I mean, there were still no charges or anything, which, I mean, nobody expected. Now, we heard sort of second or third hand from somebody in the know, somebody who knows her, that she is the most corrupt politician they've ever seen, that she has a, you know, a corrupt campaign. She's got a corrupt history. Where did you her foundation hear that? is That's a sham. Uh, and none of that surprises me. But the way in which she conducts herself in in these interviews like she's been the one who's been wronged by this right-wing conspiracy and we've been hearing this right-wing conspiracy bullcrap since 1992 and and it was proven to be accurate when she said it when she first said the right-wing conspiracy was going after her husband that was about Monica Lewinsky and the right-wing conspiracy was true it's not a conspiracy if it's true, by the way. Yeah, no, uh, well, it just is. I a mean, fact. it can be. They can be two more than people. people yes, working in it, right? <laughs> it can be actually a conspiracy. Yes. Um, yeah. What I would say too about Hillary in that, like, she is. We've covered this many times. She is terrible at the job she's chosen. She's not good at campaigning. She's, however, there's a, sure. there's a line there that, like, her coming out and advocating for an idea, her coming out and making a pitch to the public, her trying to deliver fancy little lines. She's mm-hmm. really, really bad at. Mm-hmm. But in defending herself, when people are making accusations in an interview like that, I mean, when we're sitting here breaking it down, you see what she's doing. She's just deflecting. She's phrasing things in ways that are just slightly kind of true, yeah. enough that you have to go back to her again later She reframes on. your question. She reframes your question. She's... <laughs> much better at that than Trump is. Oh, yeah. Trump's terrible at that. He doesn't know what he's doing at all. I mean, you know, this is why he's constantly in controversy. Of course, he's also saying things that are constantly controversial. However, like, while he is really bad at that, she's actually quite good at it. She, if she can get into that mindset, she's been fighting off accusations, even the right-wing conspiracy thing. We look back at that now as a complete disaster, but at the time, she got away with that. Oh yeah, it was it was years yeah. until I mean maybe. Well, months. she still calls it a right wing conspiracy. Yeah, she still does. She today. still does it and yeah. and gets away with it. She's if even she though stays, it was proven not to be a right wing conspiracy. If she stays calm, boring, and in lawyer yeah, speak, she's, she's in win. her safe zone. Yeah, that's where she can thrive as a candidate because again, mm. all she has to do is not be the most hated presidential candidate ever. That's her only standard she has to clear here. Right, right now, she's the second most hated ever. She just has to not be the most hated ever. That's all she has to yeah. do to win this race. It's pretty bad. I mean, it's pretty amazing. And if yeah. she can just do that, I think with moments like that, we're, we're which in a again, bad I thought we're, here. you know, it's bad. Yeah. But that's all she has to do to win. And uh, that standard she might be able to achieve. I know I'm not shooting high, but. Well, they, she's I mean, getting a lot of help. 
I mean, and she's like, always going to be helped. She's getting a lot of help with the whole thing. I mean, there was a no picture this weekend it. where she looked great. I think that interview that we just aired, she was wearing her young girl outfit. I mean, they've made her look younger, making her wear, not wear the Mao Zedong yeah. stuff. Uh, like that's that. a good yeah, that outfit like, she right looks, there. She looks okay. Yeah, she well, looks she okay. Was, they showed her the walking off stage had, with that outfit. I couldn't. I didn't know it was her. Mm. Well, you have the Go other back one? to the other one because she doesn't look as great in the no, other one. No, she that doesn't. Just what I mean. There, yeah. Right. There is yeah, we should we should find this footage from <laughs> CNN. They did this thing where for every presidential candidate, they use it throughout the debates. They all are like in front of like a black screen. Right. And they have you can't see it, but like a light that moves from one side to the other. And you'll notice, too, like I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's like uh, for Republicans, I think it moves to the right and for uh, Democrats, it moves to the left. It's kind of okay. a cool shot. And they've been using it for the like you just see like a light kind of come across their face like this. Some of them looked really cool. The two remaining candidates being Trump and Hillary, holy crap, they are not attractive photos. Because <laughs> there's, it's just not good footage. It's just like they're all just, I mean, Hillary's in particular, she looks a thousand years old. Yeah. And Trump mm-hmm. looks, you know, like Trump, but uh, it's not one of his more flattering pictures. I mean, he's not a. Well, he's a thousand years old, too. He's so, a thousand years old, I too, mean, uh, in relation he's to older normal than she candidates. Is. Yeah, he's older than she is, which it's hard to believe. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, her, he, he, I, again, I said this about Trump. The one positive thing I would say about Trump throughout this entire process is his energy is pretty damn good. Yeah. It is. For for somebody for, who's going to be 70. Yeah, he's going to be 70 years by old. By the time the election rolls around. This guy keeps trucking. Although they he's have been saying he's been canceling a lot of um, press appearances. And now, has he really? Yeah. They said mm-hmm. he has not gone on anything but Fox since, I think it was only one interview on anything other than Fox since like mid-May. Wow. And remember, he was out there doing like everything. 10 interviews everything. a day. He's yeah, completely everything. quit the Joe Scarborough habit. But he doesn't need uh, that's to now, right? Maybe, I guess. I mean, if he's the guy that's going to win these blue Seems states. Like this I would mean, be the time he'd need MSNBC. Right. You could stick on Fox News the entire time throughout the right. primary. Right. But when you're when you're trying to reach out to these middle voters and the guys on the left, you got to go on MSNBC. You need MSNBC. Right? So he hasn't gone on CNN. I think he went once on CNN and no times on MSNBC or something since like mid-May. Huh. So it's, it's, they're saying it indicates a change in strategy and that these guys who are more professional campaign people oh, are no taking question. over more. Yeah, yeah it, there's no you see some of his tweets uh, before and after and even a little bit after after the shooting here in Dallas. The original ones after were sounded just like the perfect politician. Everything was nice. It was wonderful. Donald Trump did not write those. No. Donald Trump. If, if, it's, if he speaks in full sentences, he didn't write it. You know <laughs> well, that for a fact. You know that for a fact because he never does. Uh, here was uh, FBI Director James Comey on uh, you know, testifying about the Hillary situation. What did General Petraeus mean when he said he intentionally shared, quote, code word information with her? What does that mean? The Petraeus case, to my mind, illustrates perfectly the kind of cases the Department of Justice is willing to prosecute. Even there, they prosecuted him for a misdemeanor. In that case, you had vast quantities of highly classified information, including uh, special sensitive compartmented information. That's the reference to code words. Vast quantity of it, not only shared with someone without authority to have it, but we found it in a search warrant hidden under the the, uh, insulation in his attic, and then he lied to us about it during the investigation. So you have obstruction of justice, you have intentional misconduct, and a vast quantity of information. He admitted he knew that was the wrong thing to do. That is a perfect illustration of the kind of cases that get prosecuted. In my mind, it illustrates, importantly, the distinction to this case. 
All right. Okay. So that's why they supposedly why they prosecuted uh, General Petraeus. Of course, what they're saying here is don't admit it. Uh, that's that's the advice, the incentive given yeah. there by the FBI is don't admit it if you're in one of these situations. Because Amen. Hillary never admitted it, and therefore they didn't have that to go deny, against her. Deny, deny, deny. Deny till you die. She's a pro at that. And she's a pro at that. I will say, though, I did not know the information. Uh, and again, like I, the Petraeus thing I followed, I, it did not seem to me to be the biggest uh, you know, situation. However, if you're mm-hmm. hiding classified documents under insulation in your house, you are kind of admitting you're doing yeah. something wrong. Probably not good, Jeffy. Uh, did he say for sure that they found it in his house? <laughs> they, they did. They did. Uh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, let's let's do this too before we take the break, uh, if we could, on the um, on Michael Flynn. He's the guy who is a report, reported VP option for Trump. Now there's speculation all over the and place. And a registered Democrat, right? Registered Democrat. Um, of course, you know this is not a. I mean. People are like, oh, I can't believe he would consider a Democrat. Have you watched this guy for a minute? Uh, of course he would. And this is what we said on the air. Mm. Uh, that, you know, is it Hillary? They keep saying, oh, Hillary might pick a Republican. Is it more likely the opposite happens where yes. Trump picks a Democrat? I mean, yes. the guy's been a Democrat, and he's the guy known for shaking it up. He's got a military background, obviously. Um, here he is, though, talking. He's a registered Democrat. Here he is talking about abortion. Watch. We have an update Let me on quickly this ask you a couple sure. of questions about where you stand on other issues. Abortion. Abortion. I think it's a. Uh, uh, I think for women, um, and these are these are difficult issues. But I think women have to be able to choose uh, they? what they, okay. uh, yeah. you know, that sort so of the, the right of choice. But I think uh-huh. that that's a that's a difficult legal decision. Oh, that uh, and I think that women are so important. This. Uh, in that in that decision making process, they, they are they are the ones that have to make the decision because they're the ones that's, ones that are going to decide to bring up that child sure. or not. Sure, sure. Wow. Now, sure. First of all, that's just an amazing sure. thought process. Uh-huh. Um, second of all, this guy's look. This guy has a, from what I understand, a, a good military background. Uh, you know, he's served our country was more more than I'll ever freaking do. So I mean, I, I start with that. However, same thing with Donald Trump. This is not an issue this man has thought about no. deeply. Yeah, this no is a, this, he is not sure how to answer this question. He has I not think put for a women, lot of thought well, into this. Well, yeah, uh, for and women, I know this it's is a difficult women who issue. carry the baby. So, yeah. And I think for women, it's a choice whether they want to bring this baby up or not. That is no. not a, that's not someone who's put a lot of thought into this. No. Now, the, because probably, you can still make the decision not to bring the baby up if you allow the baby to right. live. Exactly. Like you, I mean, you I, can ad- put the baby up for adoption. He's hesitant. He's not sure how to answer it. He has it. no idea. Right. I mean, he's that, never thought about it. Because I mean, again, that's okay. I mean, it's okay. It's just not okay for, it's a, not vice okay for a vice president of the United States. Now, an interesting part of this is people are saying now they think. Um, we're getting a lot of different names. We had Gingrich. We had Christie for a while, right? There's a couple mm-hmm. of other senators. Corker, for example, took himself out of the running over vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have got Gingrich and you got uh, Christie, who have been the favorites. Mike Pence, a report came out yesterday yeah. that there is a 95% chance it's going to be Mike Pence as really? the VP. 95%. 95%? According to some uh, source through the Washington Examiner, I believe. Oh. Or Washington Times. I can't remember. It was one of the two. Mike, um, Mike Pence probably helps him a little bit. Probably, I mean, he's you more, know, you know, going to be a more conservative. I mean, I, you know, all it does to me is hurt Mike Pence. <laughs> it doesn't help me at all with Trump. Right. Um, but okay, fine. Uh, that, that's another one. It kind of makes sense. It's a swing state ish. I mean, it's a state that every Republican should hold. However, McCain lost it in two thousand eight, and uh, Trump would, I would say, be probably maybe an underdog in Indiana without him. I don't know. 
Um, he's uh, performing. He's underperforming Romney in almost every state. You figure he's. Uh, I was listening to some of the pundits talk about that. Some of the other pundits, and uh, they think that uh, you know he since he's conservative, it takes a little bit of the never Trumps uh, back, brings them back, it and it also bodes might. well to the argument that. Uh, you know, Trump can still be the flamboyant flash guy up front, but they've got Pence in the back at least holding on yeah, to Pe- some conservative reins. And Pence has some knowledge of the government. You know, yeah. he's unlike, you know, he understands these. He actually has put thought into these issues. I mean, mm-hmm. like there's some, uh, you know, that's one of the things that are talking about with never Trump pe- people doing at the at the convention, because at the convention, these people are not um, uh, the delegates are not at all bound to his VP choice. They can pick anybody they want. Um, so, uh, and I, nice. it goes, there's a, there's some rules around it, but like, they do not have to pick his guy. It just always happens because everyone always thinks, well, he's the president and we want him to have his guy. They do not have mm-hmm. to do that. So they're thinking some of the res- response on that is that, but people think that you have those three main guys, Christie, Gingrich, Pence. And then on the other side, you have these guys being thrown around now, like Mike Flynn, uh, who we just showed you. Um, a lot of people are saying, well, Trump is going to go with one of these guys, like Gingrich, but he wants it to be a surprise. And the only way to do that is to leak other names. Mm. Um, so that is how deep people get into this. However, this just comes out right. from uh, Fox News. Um, Mike Flynn is now told Jennifer Griffin at Fox News he is a, quote, pro-life Democrat. You just watch that. Th- you just watch that clip, right? Yeah. Where women get to make yeah. their choice. Uh-huh. Uh, pro-life um, <clears throat> Democrat and believes the law should be changed. Which what? is the exact what? opposite of what he's saying there. Yeah. Leading to the speculation wow, that maybe weird. he is the VP choice. Uh, again, And leading to the speculation, he has never considered the issue. And he was asked a question. He didn't know how to answer it. So he's like, oh, uh, women should be able to uh, choose uh, who they kill. Uh, women, if they want to kill somebody, they should be able to choose to kill the person because it's their choice to be able to kill a person and now no I, they should never I'm a pro-life kill democrat what are you pro-life? talking about what are you talking about what? change the law damn what? it damn it <laughs> what's wrong with you bastards change the law uh, what a great ticket that would be wouldn't it but that is the what a great ticket and again I, you know <laughs> if mike pence is going to be able to handle this stuff you know yes. like mike pence is I yes. mean, he's had some bad moments where he didn't handle things well yes. like for example the rfra stuff he was not yes. strong on that but again he knows these issues he was a former talk radio host as someone pointed out, I, I can't remember who it was on Twitter. Some reporter was like, "Surely the Trump campaign has done all of its homework on what Mike Pence was saying on talk radio in the '90s. Surely they went through because I get your guarantee. If he's on the ticket, they're going to find every crazy thing, quote unquote, he said. And even though it probably wasn't crazy, uh, they are going to make a big deal about it. That being said, you can't outdo Trump in that category no, anyway. Trump will, so can, Trump yeah. can wash that off. That's yeah, and I, as even Trump off. admits, and it's just shown in the data, very rarely does a vice presidential candidate do anything for the ticket. There is occasionally a bump when they're named, usually fades away by election time. Very, sure. I, there's only one or two elections that these you know experts look at and say, they eh, may have made a difference here. Sarah um, Palin couldn't help John McCain in, and, and, in 08. But and did Pence isn't initially Trump over the top. Yeah. But Pence is nothing compared to Palin. Right. Now, again, I, I am, you know, Palin. I like Pence, though, better than Palin. Oh, my God, a thousand times over. I mean, uh, you know, as a conservative, you are constantly faced with a question uh, from a liberal who will say, can't you even admit one thing 
the left was right about, Sarah Palin gives us an eternal answer to that question. <laughs> we will always have something to come back with now and say, yes, you know what? Sarah Palin. They were right about Sarah Palin. You know, yep, Sarah Palin. You got, <laughs> you got us, us on that one. I got to give you I, I was wrong on that one. Wow, did I have that one wrong. Yeah. <laughs> she, was, she, she was calling people who can't support Trump traitors yeah. over vacation. Idiot. I mean, Idiot. an eternal Idiot. answer to the question, what Idiot. is the left right on, is going to be Sarah Palin. I will always use it because it's going to uh-huh. be a great one. They're going to be very excited about it, and then we can move on past the issue because it's it's just it's embar- she's in, she is she's an embarrassment. an embarrassment total embarrassment. an embarrassment and you know what she should be the VP he should pick her because they He's are absolute, two peas in a pod oh, they are the same person true. they got the you know I mean yeah they 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 know the same amount about stuff that's a marriage uh, made in administrative hell absolutely they should freaking run together yeah. that's what I, that's what she he should do triple eight seven two seven back more patents too come that was fun. Don't you think that'll be fun? Yes. Don't you think that'll be fun? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this half hour brought to you by uh, Super Beats. Super Beats right here. Uh, Super Beats, a nutrient. Uh, look, it's nutrient dense. You know, uh, eating beets is probably healthy for you, uh, but you don't want to actually do it. That's the problem with things that are healthy. You don't want to eat them. Uh, and you probably don't want to drink beet juice either, right? Well, uh, Super Beats is taking care of that problem because they've made it a delicious drink. You just mix a little bit of this in. You drink it, uh, just a shot of Super Beach, and you get all the nutrients of, like, it's over a liter of beet juice. Uh, black cherry is one of the flavors, really good. Also, original with natural apple. And the thing about uh, getting all your nutrients from Super Beets is it helps you with energy. And, uh, you know, you're doing something good for your body, which, uh, you know, as you know, I'm a peak physical form at all times. Go to StuLovesBeats.com, StuLovesBeats.com, or call 800-951-8896, 800-951-8896. Love the results or your money back. It's 800-951-8896 or StuLovesBeats.com. Still have this Pokemon thing to do. We gotta do yeah, that. yeah. I, I, we got to talk about that because I, I'm fascinated what is, what is by this Pokemon thing. I, I don't. Yeah, so I'm so unfamiliar with the. So let's just start it off. Well, I'll get you from the beginning. A bunch of losers have downloaded an app uh, <laughs> yeah. about Pokemon, including people that are employed here, which is why I phrase it that way. Um, and uh, apparently, now I went through and saw again my occasional work uh, or my vacation checks of Twitter. Approximately 70% of all posts were about Pokemon all of a sudden. Now, Pokemon, from my knowledge, was something that happened like in the 90s for right. kids. Uh, that's about well, what I remember about I noticed it. it's like the one of the top five stories worldwide on yeah. the internet yeah. based N- on N- Chartbeat. Now, Nintendo stock so. is up like 20% since the release of this game. What the hell? It's like a straight line up. What is now, the it's, deal? I don't know exactly. Now, here's, here's what I do know about it. Because I, I eventually... When, coming back on the air, I was like, I should probably at least know what this is yeah. uh, in case it comes up. So basically, it's a game you download, and my understanding of it, and Andrew, you, you know, who's the, one of the losers who downloaded it, mm-hmm. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you're looking through your phone in, in real-life situations. Like you're walking around this room, and if you look in the right place, there's a Pokemon character that appears to be in real space. 
right? Like, so I'd look over here, and it would be like right now, there's a, a yeah, oh. here we go, right here. there's a TV screen. Uh, but if I look to the right of it right now, in real life, I don't see it. Uh, however, if I held my phone up, I would see a Pokemon character. If I found that Pokemon character, I would capture it in some way. Is that right? Um, and mm-hmm. that would, I guess, make my life be worth something. Right. That's the uh, beginning and end of it. Uh, that's, what? That's, so, yes. Like, so, okay. So it's the a Pokemon app, scavenger. The app helps you it's like find Poke- Pokemon. Right. And it's a real life thing. So it's not like you're like... You're like thumbing through a screen to find somebody. You're walking around looking at real things in real life through your phone. And they put a digital thing there. When you see the Pokemon character in the digital thing, you click on it or whatever, and you capture it. And it's then a, what they're happens? They're calling it augmented reality. So the point of it, I guess, again, Andrew, you can help me with this, is you're trying to collect as many of these characters as possible right. um, for some unknown purpose that makes your life valuable. You use them to battle each other. Yeah. I've heard, and then you break what what broke told. what broke uh, of okay. made it all over the place. You say you saw it everywhere. I, that happened to me as well uh, on social media. But it was it coincided with uh, a person in Wyoming who was doing the Pokemon search. Yes, and found a dead body. So they were like, oh, the person playing the game found a dead body, real which dead then body? promoted the game. Yeah, Right, and I guess there's another guy who was at his wife's... Did the Pokemon per- character kill the person that he found? We don't know that Did yet. That's still we being investigated. Right. We're, we're, we're assuming yes. Right. Um, another guy who was at the birth of his child, his wife's in labor, and he's holding mm-hmm. the thing up, and, and, ah! and he's got po- trying to find a Pokemon character. I mean, Pokemon's already been happening. there. Oh. Thank you. All, right. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this yellow thing, a yellow cartoon character is birthed, and you know Pokemon's been there. Um, it's a weird thing, and I guess, like, the, there's two parts of this. One is, obviously, uh, you know, Andrew's a loser um, and has downloaded this app, and, and he's not the only one. Um, I mean, it's a phenomenon. Listen to this. Tinder, which obviously, Jeffy, you know, but Pat, Tinder mm-hmm. is an app in which you're, it's like a hookup app, right? You know, dating, dating. slash hookup. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Dating. dating. Again, you're married, but dating, a dating app, okay? Uh, <clears throat> which is obviously popular, well-known. That is on approximately 2% of smartphones uh, made by under the Android operating system. Okay, Tinder is on 2% of phones. 2%. Okay. Uh, as of Friday, the Pokemon game is on 5.16% of Think phones. Think of that. Wow. I mean, so all, I mean, a, a no. well-known dating app. How does this compare to the, the biggest craze that I've heard about up until this point, up until this Pokemon thing, is something that I got swept up in as oh, yeah. well. Trivia Crack. It's got to be way bigger is than it, that. Is it bigger than Trivia Crack? Way bigger than I would say. Got to be. I mean, I'm guessing. Does anybody but, know? Like, I mean, how many, like, what is the percentage of phones Trivia Crack is on? Because I, see. what is it called? It's got to be huge. The sites, the stats come from a site called Similar Web. That was downloaded like 150 million times or something at one point. Um, I don't know if uh, Similar Web has a, like, consumer-facing... Uh, part of their service, like where I can just go up and download and check a stat like that. I yeah, don't know, you have to be a, probably a, not. You might have to be a subscriber. Or probably something. not. But 5.16% um, uh, is It's one of every 20 phones, and it's been out for like a week. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. That's so, Android phones, by the way. Right, that's that is not, Android. It is yeah. available, I think, on iOS as well. So, it is yeah, or not? It is. It is. It okay. is. Now, that's part one, is there's a Pokemon craze, and holy crap, it's blowing up. Part mm-hmm. two, though, is the bigger part of the actual story, which is... 
This is a whole new genre of things. Right. Augmented right. reality, where you can right. walk around, look through your phone, and see different things. That's a really is, cool idea, actually. It, it is, and it can cool be actually idea. helpful. You could see, I mean, maybe it's not just dumb cartoon characters that you'd find, but like information about uh, what you're looking at. This yes. is certainly something that's one that goes back and to like the that, old right? like, Terminator Can't movies. Can you hold things up to certain restaurants yeah. and it'll you can tell see you the hours oh, or yeah. the menu right. or right. All, all that stuff already exists, yeah. and it's getting more and more advanced. And I think that there is is something interesting and could be helpful about that, and also something kind of weird in that. Very much so. You know, I'm I'm, I'm fascinated by you know Snapchat's another uh, thing, uh, you know, big thing obviously, um, and one of the what top four or five social yeah. media apps probably at this point. I'm fascinated by they have these dumb little filters you put on. And it's real time, you know, it's augmenting reality. So, like, you know, the, the famous one is, like, you hold the thing up to your face and it puts dog ears and a dog nose on your on your nose on your on your face, it, it, like you know, it imposes and Everybody over you. wanted to do it. And every time you nice. open your mouth, a big tongue comes out, like a dog is licking. Yeah. I don't want that. Now I don't want that either, and it's totally that. stupid. But mm-hmm. if you go back to like state of the art music videos from like the year two thousand, they couldn't accomplish that. Right. Yeah. Like people, you you go on like uh, the Oscars performance. From like 2005, mm-hmm. would not be able to achieve what stupid Snapchat is doing right now. Like right. it's a, in real time, moving mm-hmm. video and if superimposing things over. And, in, and something Glenn's talked about many times, and he's actually talked about it more times about that he talked about it uh, than actually talking about it. But how you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between what's actually happening in front of you and what yeah. is real. And again, who will be the biggest benefactor of uh, technology like that? Probably the porn industry. Am I right, Jeffy? Jeffy. Thank God. Yeah. Well, Thank God. Anything no, I don't think that's what you'll be better, thanking for it. Faster. No. Uh, more patents, too, coming up in a second. It's Pat and Stu. We were talking about the uh, potential vice presidential running mate for uh, Trump, this this general, uh, General Flynn, right? Yeah. And he said he was pro-choice, then somebody else was saying he's pro-life. Now CNN is reporting he's pro-choice. Uh, so... Yeah, and uh, he's been expected to do this at the convention. Like, he wouldn't know entering the convention who the VP choice is. And then now they're saying he might do it before. Who does anybody care? I I don't care. I don't care. This does not hit me. There's nobody he could select. There uh, there is no one he could select that would make me vote for him. And I say this as a flawed human being in this respect. The only reason I voted for John McCain was because of Sarah Palin. Uh, and as I said now, she's the eternal answer to the question, what has the left been right about? And um, they were right about her. They were right paper. about her, right. clearly. I mean, you know, maybe not for the right motivations, maybe not for the no. right reasons, no. uh, but yeah. Well, some right. of the, she is idiotic. Yeah, she, yeah she's obviously not intelligent in no. many ways. Um, but that besi- besides that, uh, you know, she would be the perfect pick. Um, however, I voted for McCain because of her. Thinking she was great. Me too. Um, and uh, it was a really dumb mistake. And yeah. honestly, even if she was great, it would have been a dumb mistake. 
You know, I mean, yes. th- that role is just not important enough to base your vote on it. If you, especially when you do really don't like that for top guy, like John McCain, I never unless would you have voted believe the president is going to die. Right. <laughs> Somewhere soon right. in his yes. tenure, it's a dumb it's a, it's a dumb vote to to go for the vice president to say, oh, I really like the vice president. So I'm going to vote for Donald Trump yeah. as president. It doesn't make unless sense. you think he's going to drop dead. Uh, there's no reason, which, by the way, is why he should pick someone that serves him and not try to win over conservatives with a pick. Right. Like, and I think Trump. I don't know that he's smart enough to know that, but he certainly has an ego big enough, to, I think, to figure that out. And that he doesn't need he doesn't need those conservatives. Like the Pence thing is interesting, but Pence is a pretty good politician, mm-hmm. um, and I think would help with conservatives. I think there's some people that he would drag over. It wouldn't be that many, but I mean, some people who really like Pence, maybe Pence loyalists in Indiana, he might help with some of them. Um, however, uh, you know. For Trump, what he probably needs more of is a media-savvy person who will go on there and defend all his dumb comments. Yeah. And I honestly think Gingrich yeah. or Christie are both pretty good at that. I would they, say. They are. They'll both, they'll both they say are. anything for their own benefit, which is exactly the characteristic you would need in a Trump mm-hmm. VP. Um, and they're both media-savvy. You know, Gingrich is actually pretty good at this. He's the type of guy that'll go on and say, oh, it was just a sheriff star, and actually yep. say it in mildly convincing fashion. I mean, I didn't believe him, but I think a lot of people would. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> sure. sheriff star. I was oh, watching, okay. I was watching um, okay. Mr. Show, a classic uh, uh, sketch comedy show on HBO, aired in the mm-hmm. 90s. And uh, one of my favorite shows of all time. And they just recently released it, you know, kind of. On, it's on HBO Go now. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on some of these things. And I was just going back on the plane, downloaded a bunch of the episodes. And just, you know, when you're 20 minutes away from landing, you can't watch a movie. You pop on an old Mr. Show. So I'm watching these. I've, I've seen them all 100,000 times. But they, um, they did a, an, an episode in which they were sort of mocking Louis Farrakhan, which mm-hmm. I kind of didn't remember. And it, he was doing this thing where he was on stage trying to give excuses for all the offensive things that he said. It's like right after the Million Man March type of era where he was saying all these things about really bad uh, things. Um, and he was saying that, like, uh, one, he was giving these ridiculous excuses. Like he said, I recently said I wanted to behead all white women. What I was referring to was, of course, the beehive hairdo. And back then, people would have a beehive hairdo, and I was suggesting it was great to elongate the form. So I was saying that they should beehive, behead, all white women should beheaded. Like, you know, like these ridiculous <laughs> ways of explaining the things that he was saying. Mm. And as I was watching, I'm like, this is what Trump is doing. It's a mm-hmm. sheriff star. I saw, it was a sheriff star. Like, it's, it's, these excuses are as bad as the comedy yeah. being produced oh. about Louis Farrakhan. That's right. It's it's but it's the same thing. You should say it's a Texaco star. You can trust your car. I, all I was saying was you can trust your car to the man who wears the star. <laughs> the big bright Texaco <laughs> star. <laughs> might as well. Uh, might as well. All right. Amid devastating setbacks, apparently uh, Elon Musk is saying he's working on another secret master plan. Uh, Tesla Motors. CEO is under pressure after a fatal crash uh, involving one of his electric cars. Yeah, man. Says uh, he's working on another top secret Tesla master plan, and he hopes to publish the details soon. Uh, The message echoes an August 2006 blog titled The Secret Tesla Motors Master Plan, Just Between You and Me, where 
Musk unveiled the cars that are now, they've become the uh, Tesla Model S, four-door sedan, and the Tesla 3. Uh, Tesla and Musk have been hit with a recent string of bad news. Federal officials are investigating the May 7th crash in Florida that killed a man after his Model S's uh, cameras failed to detect a turning tractor trailer and didn't automatically activate the brakes. Mm. I mean, that's obviously rough, but like the idea that... But that's what I fear on these cars. I do, too. Is that there's going to be some sort of malfunction, well, and, and of can't course, trust it. There is going to be man- malfunction. No system is yes. perfect. Right. And the idea that like it's a devastating thing that there was one crash, that mm. in the time that the tes- Teslas have been running in this mode, there's been one crash of a Tesla and... Mm-hmm. Uh, innumerable amounts of crashes on regular cars. Yeah. People die all oh, the yeah. time in their cars. The point with the Tesla stuff is over time, um, as this gets more and more perfected, more and more people have them, it will cut accidents. It's not going to eliminate right. them. And we also know that it's them. not time. We're definitely not at the time where you can get in and push home and go to sleep or watch a movie yeah, you, or you do that, you not pay attention call to what's actually mm-hmm. happening. Call Uber, mm-hmm. you know, uh, pull up your Uber app Correct. if you want to do that. You're That's... supposed to get in and it's supposed to assist you in I being mean, able to. I mean, maybe 30 years from now you could do that. Push home and then just watch a movie. It, it I, may, I don't know. It may be faster. Than I mean, I I, I, when you think about, it's going to be a long time before we trust it to that extent. Yeah. No, yeah, at I, least I for me, true. it would be. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, like one of the things you watch watching that Mister Show uh, thing, I noticed as well. And the same, it's like all of their technological references are so dated, antiquated. Yeah. You know, the show stopped yeah. airing in 1998, 99, basically. So I mean, it's 16, 17 years. Still though. But in that time, everything has come changed. a long way. I mean, it's like yeah. it's incredible how far it's gone mm-hmm. uh, in just that amount oh, of time. Yeah, it really is. Um, so I don't know. I mean, this is going to be interesting to see what he has up his uh, up his sleeves. Again, like I, there's things I don't like about Elon Musk, mm-hmm. and that uh, you know he uh, he uh, he wants the government to be too involved in the things he wants. He likes the yes. big the big tax he credits and all those things. All. I, that bothers me. Um, you know, he's obviously an environmental, uh, you know, uh, activist, which, you know, is not mm-hmm. my, not my, you know, not my does bag. does a lot of stuff that's pretty cool, though. Um, but, you know, I like, A, that he does a lot of stuff that's cool. B, he, he risks his own money yeah. um, out there doing it. Like, all these guys, like Al Gore, can make huge differences in these um, areas if they were just, like, willing to lose a billion dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He actually is. Do you like that you can trust your car to the man who wears the star? You mean the, the Jewish star? No, the no, big, the bright, bright, bright Texaco star. Oh, okay, then it's okay. Yeah. More Pat and Stu coming up in a minute. Hashtag frozen. <laughs> Hashtag Texaco. Ugh. Triple eight seven two seven back. Hi, it's Pat and Stu. Hi. Uh, there's a cool new movie coming out. I'm kind of excited about this. It's called Sully, and it's it's about uh, Sully. Sully. Sullenberger. Yeah. Uh, or as I know Chesley. him, Chesley Sullenberger. Sullenberger. I forgot his first name <laughs> was. Didn't. If I ever knew it, that his first name was Chesley. Uh, anyway, he's the guy who landed the plane. On the Hudson River and uh, saved all 155 yeah. passengers. By the way, uh, a plane that we could see the rescue efforts as they right. were going on. Oh, yeah, that's right. We had an office that faced 
uh, that way to where, so I couldn't see the front of the plane, mm-hmm. like, but I could see the boats surrounding right in front of where the plane was. As That's that really happened. cool. Crazy. That's Let's pretty watch. cool. Here's a trailer. It's, it's a silent movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sully. Sully, where are you? It looks like Tom Hanks. Mm, it does. And it is. But I thought it was about... No one warned us. No one said you were going to lose both engines at a lower altitude than any jet in history. This was dual engine loss at 2,800 feet, followed by an immediate water landing with 155 souls on board. No one has ever trained for an incident like that. Our job is to investigate how a plane ended up in the Hudson River. On the Hudson. It's not a crash. It was a forced water landing. Simulations showed that you could make it back to the airport. Not possible. I felt it go. My aircraft. The aircraft. I want you to know I did the best I could. Of course you did. You saved everyone. People call you a hero. I don't feel like a hero. There's been too much talk in the press already. I'm overwhelmed by all this attention. The left engine was still operating. I didn't get this wrong. I endangered the lives of all those passengers. I got an A320 diving for the river. You did everything you could. It was more than enough. When was your last drink, Captain Holmberg? Have you had any troubles at home? Wow. I don't remember this. (laughs) I didn't know I went through this. really good and yes, i had does. no idea that all that conflict was going on behind the scenes yeah i mean i guess you have to look into it i mean you know it, i guess uh, but i mean yeah. i don't i honestly maybe and maybe we'll see maybe they also kind of blew that up for the drama of it because i only remember him as being mr hero mr. guy from hero. day one i mean i know there yeah. was an investigation from start to finish they... but of course you look at have an investigation when you go into a freaking hudson river yeah i mean you're gonna look into it and see if he had a, a drink but i don't remember that ever being taken particularly seriously do you? i don't at all Not i also all. don't remember his name being Chesley, so what do I know? <laughs> Clearly I not. I don't remember. Not you don't know Tom Hanks. Okay. You don't remember him looking like Tom Hanks? That looks really good. Yeah.